It's October, and you know what that means? It's almost Halloween. Each week we will be covering Halloween events and everything spooky. But don't worry, it's not so scary. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. I'm Molly. I'm Ashby. And I'm Cheryl. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. So yeah, we're talking about haunts, all things scary, events. Um, I wanted to look, so growing up, I remember that there was um, Fright Fest at the local Six Flags around me. So I always like, mm. I always knew about like the whole theme park um, that you had like things going on in October, but I didn't realize um, kind of where it all started from. Um scare like the idea like you said it earlier i feel like the idea of a haunted house is not new the like people have been fascinated with haunted houses for a very long time um but when did they i would say fascinated or petrified true there's like a (laughs) there is a curiosity about it um for sure whether you like to participate in it or not you know that is true but here's something that i found interesting so the theme park so like professional theme parks didn't start getting involved with these haunted houses paid haunted houses um until like the 1970s the yeah the first part of the 20th century um the idea of this like organized like a haunted hayride or a maze or a haunted house um was focused almost exclusively or put on almost exclusively by like nonprofits or churches um, just as like a fun thing to do. Or in the case of some churches, they call them hell houses. Have you guys ever heard of these before? Oh God. And they were truly like morality houses. It was like, here's what happens to you in hell. But it like looked like a Halloween Horror (laughs) Nights house. Oh. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, that, that's kind of an interesting (laughs) I thought thought for a second you were going to be like, it was like a place where you went and you were, uh, you were tempted. And then if you felt a temptation, then they... (laughs) They, like, did something terrible to you? I mean, I guarantee that happened. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that also sounds like the um, premise of a, like, a horror film, by the way. Right, that's, yeah. Um, But here's the scariest part about these haunts, these old-timey haunts, you guys. Because they weren't being run, like, for profit or by companies with any sort of uh, regulations, people actually got majorly hurt in these houses. Um right and scary um which again that's a terrible way to go it's like oh look at this person with an axe following me and then it's like oh it's a real axe (laughs) um that's not a real incident i just was making assumptions there but there definitely weren't um any sort of rules about like touching in the maze or uh kind of what they could do or what they could show or for how long in the whole thing so interestingly enough in the 1970s that's when theme parks as we know it started getting involved with official halloween events the first one being at knott's berry farm um <laughs> on halloween 1973 in fact and they their halloween event that still runs to this day is called knott's scary farm which is funny because they turned berry into scary yeah. you get it <laughs> word you play, guys get you know. it <laughs> you want me to say it again <laughs> oh like knott's berry and knott's so 
Carrot. No. What? Not so Barry. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a Captain Crunch thing. I, I, think. Say, I was like, wait, I'm very confused. <laughs> so Barry Farm. It's like. <laughs> oh. That's crazy that they did it on. Ho- Can you imagine? Like, oh, we only have it one night on Halloween. That's it. Well, so interestingly enough, then it took a long time for the kind of official Halloween events to catch on. Up until mid '90s, even most of these theme parks that we're hmm. talking about had no more than like five um, ticketed, like hard ticketed Halloween events a year. It wasn't the like 25 night thing <laughs> or or more that we know today. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm going to back up before we kind of jump into who and what and when and how and the whole thing um are you guys fans of halloween haunts these hard ticketed halloween events at theme parks absolutely 100 (laughs) percent we got two fans i can hear it (laughs) yeah i for me personally like when i grew up growing up as a kid i hated scary stuff i hated scary movies i hated sc- anything scary and so like halloween came around and that was like the worst time of year for me Aww. um just because like i didn't i hated going to those haunted trails and the haunted houses and uh you know where i grew up more in like in the country like th- that was some scary crap like you'd go out into the woods and walk through these places and um yeah, you know, not regulated, as you mentioned. So it's like, a, you just don't know what these people are going to do. Yeah, I find <laughs> right? that way scarier. Yeah, so I just never had, like, any type of... I had kind of like what you were saying, like, a curiosity. Cheryl? <laughs> that scared the hell out of me. <laughs> so sorry. Um, are you okay? But yeah, so, yeah, everything okay over there? Um... And so, yeah, so it had that curiosity of like, oh, I wonder what they do because I hear chainsaws and people talk about how scary it is. But I just – it was something that I didn't like enjoy when it was all said and done. Um, and I actually don't remember where I – because I grew up in Virginia and our, like the two closest parks that we had to us was like King's Dominion and Hershey Park. And then also Bush Gardens was – but that was a little bit further away from where we were. And I don't really remember – seen like commercials for halloween events or maybe i just chose to ignore it because i didn't like those things um so i never really grew up in an environment where like this was like a big thing for at least theme parks we just had like the back in the woods you know haunted trails and things like hell that. houses yeah <laughs> but then as i as i got older and i when i moved down to florida that was probably the first time i really went to like a big halloween event was because I was fascinated with more of the production of it, and I wanted to see that part, you know, not necessarily be scared. Totally. What was the first Halloween event you did go to then? Uh, oh, it was, um, you know, the really, really scary one. Mickey's not so scary. <laughs> <laughs> not so very. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, that was my first. I mean, knowing that it wasn't going to be you know, a haunt. You were like, oh, <laughs> these aren't so bad. <laughs> yeah, I can do these. I get all this candy and I get to watch them dress up in character, you know, the characters dress up in costumes and stuff. But yeah, that was my first like big park event for Halloween. Interesting. And that was like the first, because we, we went in, it was like 2006, I think. And 
we went all out because I, I think now you see more of it, but like, you know, groups dressing up together in, in like a theme. Uh, so we did that. Like we did the whole like Wizard of Oz theme as our group and we went and, you know, it was fantastic. But yeah, it wasn't scary. Right. That's so fun, though. Cheryl, you've done that, too, every year, right? You dress up. Oh, absolutely. I've been going to Mickey's Not So Scary for years with the same group of friends. But actually, my haunts, my experience with the haunts um, of Central Florida started with Halloween Horror Nights back when I was in middle school, I think. Oh. What? Yeah. What? You Florida kids are tough. Whoa. Good Lord. I remember it was, I don't think my parents knew what it was but they took us and this was back when they used to have like a a parade for halloween horror nights and like everyone was wasted and trashed and i remember we just spent the last hour at gestulations where my parents were like look we just want to go home we want our money back oh my god we were only there for like 30 minutes and i broke a fingernail (laughs) but i remember thinking it was cool but they were just like whoa there are wasted people debauchery is happening how could you let me bring my 13 year old it's like that church thing. Absolutely. Yeah, hell houses. <laughs> hell houses. But then, real. when I got into high school, this was before I could drive too, because my mom used to have to take us in there, but it was me and my high school group of friends, and we would go. And I think the reason I made them take me was because I used to love Bill and Ted, and there was a Bill and Ted show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And my mom used to just go ride the carousel and read a book in the Starbucks, or it wasn't a Starbucks <laughs> back then, in the coffee shop, <laughs> while we just got scared and then came and found her at the end of the night. What a good mom. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right? That's yeah. insane. What about you, Molly? What are your experiences with the haunts? So my experience with haunts is actually very similar to Ashby's. I was a very sensitive little kid and like stayed away from scary movies and scary books and definitely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like neighborhood haunted house and I had I was not interested I had friends who would had like birthdays around October and they always went to like the local high schools version of a haunted house um nope well and it was just i remember thinking at age like 11 and maybe i was just a snob but i was like well this is clearly the cafeteria this is dumb like i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't i didn't i was never transported into a like a scary scene i was like well that's that's the student council president and this is the cafeteria <laughs> and that's not a real chainsaw like and i don't i just done i was not into like the sake of the thrill of being scared, I guess. Um, so I would have, I think when I, I also then moved down to Florida and heard about Horror Nights and like um, Howl Scream and stuff and was just very vocally like not interested in it. Like I'm not paying money to um, have someone scare me. Just not into it. <laughs> right. um, yep. But Cheryl and I actually were in a college class together uh, and we are our professor took our whole class and which sounds excessive, but there were like 10 of us, eight yeah. of us um, <laughs> to uh, Halloween Horror Nights and gave us essentially what is like a VIP tour, I guess, um, which they do offer also um, for a lot of these things and took us not with the lights on, but took us through the houses um, told us a little backstory about them gave us like inside information on the houses um, and then you know took us through all the houses and i was blown away at the level of like detail and storytelling and just like visual visually these houses were beautiful um while at the same time featuring like the scariest craziest bloodiest grossest stuff ever but i was so (laughs) impressed with just like the kind of visual storytelling of it all um 
But I will say, to this day, I like any haunted house I would then go to from then, then on, on, right before I go in the house, I am very scared. Like, very, very scared. And the whole, and the whole time I'm in them, I'm very, very scared as well. And then af- <laughs> afterwards, there's, there's just this moment of just like, joy and thrill <laughs> that you kind of got through it basically and then afterwards it's like oh yeah that was an incredible scene or that was really well done or i liked that i also recommend mm-hmm. my cheryl if you remember i always you always go first and i always go right behind you um yes. you absorb the head buried in the back of my it's all it's me that's me um and cheryl absorbs all the scares which is really great <laughs> it makes it more exciting yeah and we can talk about this when we do talk about Horror Nights, but Cheryl and I also have a technique when we walk through scare zones to make sure people mm-hmm. don't come after us. And it's um, that's just a cliffhanger, I guess. I guess we can jump back into kind of um, what are we actually talking about when we're talking about theme park haunts. And I guess we, we kind of um, did talk about it. A lot of these are your typical um, Halloween, scary Halloween events where there are people dressed up in very scary, usually very gory, sometimes like sexually focused kind of imagery as well, right? Whoa. I know. Whoa, this is a PG I podcast. Know. Ah, sufficient. Well, no, we already talked about, we already talked about hell houses. It doesn't get scarier than that. <laughs> um, but not all of them. So like Wake Loon played uh, Disney's not so scary, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And also SeaWorld has a, um, an event that's focused a lot more on kids as well. What's that called, Cheryl? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A spooktacular. The Halloween spooktacular. Ooh. The Halloween spooktacular. That's a very cute name, actually. Yeah. I know the wordplay. I think it sounds a lot scarier than it actually is. What and the- I'll tell you, this year at Spooktacular, I'm very excited to see what happens because this is the first year in Orlando SeaWorld that we have Sesame Street. And before, what? yeah, before a big, like, I think key driver to Spooktacular was that they had a lot more of the Sesame characters out and about. They, um, actually, I don't even know what they're planning to do this year, so that's exciting to see. But they would always have, like, a, an Elmo and, like, a Count Dracula, and I think there was, like, a dining option with the two of them or something. And definitely, I think that the Pets Ahoy show was turned into a Sesame Street show. That's so cool. Do they dress up, like, are they all dressed up in, like, Halloween outfits? Yes. Grover's a super person. That's awesome. Yeah. And the, I mean, you do the same trick-or-treating, and it's not a separate ticket event. It is just included with your park admission, but it's only on the weekend. So it's only on Saturdays and Sundays, and it starts, like, the last weekend of September. And actually, it doesn't always go through Halloween so I think this year it ends like the weekend before Halloween since Halloween's not on a weekend so it doesn't even go to the 31st interesting Mm. so that's very different then from a lot of the other experiences yeah I I really do enjoy SeaWorlds I know like Halloween I haven't been to but their Christmas thing in my opinion is the best Mm -hmm. and I just love the fact that it's all included um in your park yeah, admission. That's like that's such a cool What's thing. What's the Christmas thing? Oh, just you wait. They have this <laughs> they put trees out in the middle it's of the water. Ridiculous. They have the it's called Oh Wondrous Night. Everyone in Orlando raves about it. It's the must do of how of Christmas season. But it is There's camels. Yeah, there's camels. They bring out camels <laughs> and sheep and it's I think it's the nativity 
story yeah. with animals. Wow. It's nuts. And the the village that they build, the Christmas village, like it Oh, the Rudolph. It, it's just insane. Like the first time I like cuz I remember I saw it and I was like, "Oh, SeaWorld. Like what what are they doing over there?" And I went and I was like, "This is a hidden gem." Like, cool. why? And I'm sure it's busier now, but like it was it's a beautiful it's it's my favorite out of any of the things that you can do in orlando for christmas it's my favorite it is really beautiful that's like a bold statement yeah hot take and i will gladly say it again when we talk about christmas stuff hot take it's interesting though that you mentioned cheryl the 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 fact that with sea world it's included in your park admission and that is totally rare um I'm going to come at you guys with a little hist- a little bit more history here. Thank you. Oh, bring it on. Um, but me- remember when I said earlier that the theme parks kind of got involved in the 70s and kind of took the um, a lot of the – this away from kind of the amateurs, basically, um, introduced storylines and the whole production and all sorts of wonderful things. But they didn't just do it out of, like, the goodness of their hearts. There was there was a reason, what? right? Um, <laughs> traditionally, so not, not Central Florida specifically or Southern California, I guess, but theme parks or amusement parks across the country, by the end of October, they're, wrap, they're totally wrapping up their season, basically. A lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of amusement parks um, in the States are open from, let's call it, like, may to the end of october just seasonally it gets too cold it's yeah it's basically like memorial day to labor day like that's like the traditional time period but so for example a place like um six flags in missouri a good way for them to extend their season and make more money was to have um fright fest run run all the way through (laughs) october it was just a good way to get more people kind of into the parks for a longer period of time um now, for Central Florida parks, probably specifically, or, or again, like Southern California, they didn't need to necessarily extend their season because they're open year-round. But what did happen is that's kind of right in the beginning of the school year, which is when these family parks typically see a dip in attendance. Because um, people don't necessarily, well, I guess they that's probably changed over the years. But um, earlier, folks didn't pull out their kids right at the beginning of the school year to go on like a family vacation to florida um so Mm -hmm. attendance was was hurting in those times so um having special events or especially hard ticketed events was a way for to create some hype um but also to bring some out-of-town visitors but almost more importantly to bring in locals to the theme parks um when it was a lot more quiet just to kind of fill it up so um i found that to be very interesting I have an important question since you hit that subject. Um, did either of you ever get taken out of school for trips? Never. Um, once, interestingly, but it was kind of an accident. And then my mom just kind of like stuck to her guns a little bit. Um, we <laughs> went for my birthday one year for my like sixth birthday. And my birthday's on August 17th. It's right in the middle of August. And my mom found out because you, you, you used to book Disney trips like a year in advance with your travel agent, you know? Oh, and right, my right, mom right. found out the school was starting on the 17th or something. And she was like, not this year, we're going to Disney World. <laughs> she probably <laughs> wouldn't have cared, but I think she wrote like a letter or whatever. But yeah, we stayed out like the first couple days because we were in Disney. So it was an accident, but that counts. That's funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you, Cheryl. I have not 
I was never taken out of school for trips. And I, I remember like vaguely, like maybe once or twice where a kid was out for a trip. And it was like, it was like they were the, like they were so weird. Yes. Like, like I just remember as a kid, it was like, oh, Sally didn't show up because she's on vacation. Oh, like, <laughs> she's going to, she's going to be on like, drugs soon. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like, it was such a weird, it was like an oddity for people to be out of school for vacation. It was unheard of. It was unheard Absolutely. of. But I would do it now if I had school age kids. And we could go on like an off season. I mean, yeah, for yeah. sure. Pull them out. Let's Read go. Read a book on the airplane. Like, figure it out. <laughs> no, I think the only time I was ever taken out of school early was when my cat died and I was distraught. So my mom took me to get oh, a new no. one. Oh no! We went to the pound, and then that cat ran away a week later. So it was did not pay off. Oh, but no, God, yeah. I, God, I don't understand it. families that take their kids out of school. I guess growing up in Central Florida, that was a never going to happen kind no. of a thing. Nah. Yeah, that was never gonna happen. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna do it. I'm pulling myself out of school. Pulling myself oh, yeah. out of school. Everybody talked about Molly when she well, she's left. She's on they drugs. Were like, Ugh, that Molly. <laughs> <laughs> she is the For any fellow students that used to yeah. <laughs> have class with Molly when she wasn't in yeah, class, fill in the blanks for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's worth it. Um, for especially like Florida parks. Good God, like. I remember going to Florida for the very first time. I think I went for a spring break trip. Um, and being in Orlando, not in July or August, I was like, wait, why were we ever coming here in yeah, August? Like, yeah. who's dumb now? Like, um, yeah, I felt like I had, like, discovered a huge secret that most, like, elderly people knew already. That, like, Florida's gorgeous in March. Um, <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. I mean, I never looked back after that trip. I was like, no way am I going in the summer ever again. <laughs> but anywho wait did you have a point right, to well, ask this, that? this portion <laughs> this portion of the podcast is brought to you by the united states department of education <laughs> no pull your kids out of school no, no i just when i heard you say that i was like it made me think back when i was a kid and i was like wait nobody ever left school for trips like and i didn't know if that was like a normal thing or not i think it is now and you know what i want to thank um epcot for introducing the idea of edutainment because guess what you can't you can mm-hmm. learn and have fun at the same time and i still believe that absolutely that is true that is the one positive of growing up in central florida is every year you went to epcot like for a field trip every year i learned how Wait, to what? spell epcot before i learned how to spell anything else because my parents used to E-P-C-O-T, like, I had to do that in front of my sister so she wouldn't know that we were going to Epcot. Oh, my You're, like, your sister's, I, your dog, wow. where it's, like, W-A-L-K. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I remember it worked, and I thought I was so cool because I was like, Mom, we're going to E-P-C-O-T tomorrow. She'd be like, uh-huh, yeah, we are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't think about that, that people in Florida, like, Central Florida would take field trips to Me a neither. park i never even... every year it feels and expensive when yeah. animal kingdom opened up we went there one time and i remember getting stuck on cali river rapids for two hours and they delayed the bus oh, for us no you um don't like disney's animal kingdom and we will get to this in a later episode but i think that memory <laughs> may have done it for you i think so it was very warm i got a free premium bar and that made up for it but nah nah not a, not a fan <laughs> Not to zoo, not a thing. <laughs> not to zoo. No one was a fan of that. That's fine. You're right. 
Um, oh man, we were like way off the beat. I love it though. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying. It's great. It. Reel me back in. Um, do you so guys Halloween? I was just say, do you guys want to hear about uh, Mickey's Not So Scary? Because I learned some cool stuff about it. Oh wait, before uh, I just want to go back to my story of. Uh, the two theme parks that were nearby, oh, yeah, yeah. so King's Dominion and Busch Gardens Williamsburg, and then Hershey Park. So it turns out, I looked it up, that they didn't actually start doing any type of haunt <laughs> event <laughs> until the early 2000s. Yeah. So I would have been like a senior in high school. Yeah. And at that point, you know, I was moving on to bigger and better things, yeah. you know, in Kissing life. parties. Um, right, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so that's probably why I never heard about it growing up, because we didn't actually have them. So it wasn't in our, uh, like, in our area. We didn't have those Halloween events. That makes me feel good that you just weren't avoiding them, like, a, like you were just a s- scared. Well, I could definitely imagine, like, being that kid that's, like, when it comes up on the TV, like, the commercial, and I, like, turn the channel right away. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to see it. It's too scary. I could imagine me as a kid wanting to sit with Cheryl's mom at the coffee shop <laughs> during the whole night. Right. <laughs> I want to fill you guys in on some Mickey's Not So Scary history because I actually thought it was it's just very Disney in a lot of ways. Um, basically, they uh, Magic Kingdom was pretty much kind of the, well, it's the first park in Walt Disney World. Um to be built, so it was kind of flying solo for a couple of years. And they didn't do any special holiday events for a while um, because they didn't want to, like, mess with the theme of each of its kind of specific lands. Um, the least themed, well, don't get me started on Main Street USA, but the least themed oh. is Main Street USA. But the theme is it's 4th of July every day. So Imagineers didn't mm-hmm. want that to be, like, conflicting to have, like, a Christmas tree or Halloween decorations or anything up. Um, over time, that theme has kind of gone by the wayside, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that was a so the, Yeah. But, yeah. But if you kind of think about it, it, uh, it always is just, like, um, like, the what are those like, things called that are little, like, red, white, and blue banners? They yes. have a very specific name. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're kind of like ruffly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the little half, yes. uh, like the half circle yeah, banners. Yeah, called something. Yeah, yeah. I need a, any of our listeners who are into turn of the century, uh, 4th of July decorations to <laughs> leave us a voicemail. Tell us what those are. Um, a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is, okay. The next fun fact I'm about to tell you is, a real fun fact, but I also learned another fun fact, which is my favorite part. So Disney Springs, the form, um, former downtown Disney, is actually the former Lake Buena Vista shopping village. Did you guys know that? That's right. Yes. I had yeah, never I heard that. of that I did before. Not know that. Never. Heard I remember of that. seeing like an old an old map of some sort that had it written out as that. And I had to ask some. I was like, I had to ask some old man, like, "Hey, <laughs> do you remember?" Do yes, you remember? Sonny, back in my day, it was the Lake <laughs> Vista Shopping Center. Oh, thanks, thanks for calling in. I'm so glad he made it today. I'm the voicemail. My name is Dan. And I- Dan. <laughs> Dan. Oh God. <laughs> oh, Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village actually had Disney's first Halloween event. Um. 
because it was this brand new shopping center that apparently nobody even knew existed. Definitely no one on the like visiting the resort knew it existed. Um, and so this no one was on this podcast knew. It yeah, no one yeah, except right, Dan. Right. Thank God he called in. Yeah, um, that old man who told me about yeah, it. Yeah, he. Uh, he was there the first Halloween ever in <laughs> all time, but definitely at like Buena Vista's shopping village. Um, and it was just a trick or treat event where you would go in and out of the stores and kids would get candy at the stores. It was just a way to promote um, the shopping center, which I thought Can was we... hilarious. Did and you awesome. guys ever trick or treat in your local malls? No. No. Oh my God. That was a thing. We used to go trick or treating around the mall. And, like, each store would have people outside with candy, and you just walk around. So this may be a Florida thing. The, like, let's go shopping, or let's go trick-or-treating at a I'm so sorry. Center. It's the surface of the sun outside, so let's go into our local mall. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's still, like, It does make sense. Super yeah. hot. Um, the other fun thing about Disney is some of the, like, deluxe resorts, which I guess were pretty much the only resorts at the time, um, hosted, like, Halloween parties, like, in especially like um, once with conference centers. So like the contemporary had a pretty well-known Halloween party oh. for its guests. Um, Getting crazy. The very first in-park Disney Halloween party was called, uh, or I guess they had a couple versions of this, but it was called Halloween Hysteria, which feels not very PC. Like, you know. Um, and it was a hard ticket event. And they ex- it was basically like an experiment. They did it a couple different times. And the funny thing about it is it was not it was not marked targeted towards children, um, but it wasn't necessarily like like Halloween Horror Nights is um, it's an adult event, right? 18 plus. Um, but this was basically mm-hmm. like a party in the Magic Kingdom. I think they said like the police performed um, just like very uh, odd sounding party. It wasn't it didn't feel like it was like a Disney villain based or particularly spooky or anything but just like a special party for halloween called halloween hysteria um and it obviously like singing the police yeah yes Whoa. <laughs> it's not like police officers it was like, it was like uh, the village people but all police <laughs> oh just Orange okay County got Sheriff. it <laughs> right. i heard they're pretty like, sting was playing at that's pretty cool. Well, I don't know. I don't. Maybe it was without Sting. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know think if we got the headline. Maybe it was the, like a. It was a, one of those like tribute yeah. bands, you know. Yeah, like, just the drummer. The cops. The cops. The cops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pinch and the cops. <laughs> uh, man, oh, I kind of wish that was still around. I'd go. I would definitely would have loved. Pinching the cops. Pinching the cops is what I just said. (laughs) 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 But I guess, so similar to SeaWorld at the, currently, but at the time, Mickey's Very Merry uh, Christmas Party um, was actually a growing event in popularity, which was a hard ticket event around Christmas time where there was special character stuff going on in Magic Kingdom. Um, following that model, Disney decided to do kind of a hard ticketed special night event focused on kids. Um, and <laughs> then Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party was born. And they intentionally named it Mickey's Not So Scary to completely 
to make themselves different from the other Halloween events going on in Central Florida. They wanted to really market to families um, with kids and make it a fun party. So, um, yeah. I love Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. I think it's the best. The Boo to You Parade is the best parade I... Oh, so Ooh, second, good. My second favorite parade. But my my favorite parade that currently still exists. Um, it's The the song is so catchy. Can't I'm, Now it's stuck in my head. I'm going to sing it all night long. <laughs> it's just great. And those and those grave diggers. Oh, like, so good. My favorite. And the I mean, if you answers. don't know what we're talking about, you got to look. You got to look this stuff up. Yeah. And it's am- this year they have... What is it? The bride, I guess, from Pond Mansion, and she's yes. like hover- hoverboarding yes. around. It's she's like- hoverboarding. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. Whatever technology they have for the three fairy godmothers in the day parade, they're now using for the ghosts at night. So cool. It's really cool. Um, I remember the very first time I saw this parade. Actually, the so at the beginning of the parade, the headless horseman rides kind of through. Um, oh, that was nuts. But it, I was going to say, so now he it's like a trot, and still a, it's yes. actually very yeah. spooky, I think, because yeah, it's kind of slow. Dash. He used to Oh, my gosh. It, it was it was one of the most intense things I've ever seen. Um, kind of blink and you'll miss a moment, though, but very, very scary, because the horse is also gigantic. It's a very intimidating mm-hmm. giant horse. And then the headless horseman, and he used to just run um, yeah. from Frontierland all the way up past the castle so it was like it was definitely the scariest thing at mickey's not so scary yeah. <laughs> like it felt just unsafe. but it was the coolest thing to look forward to yeah, yeah. And i don't know yeah, about yeah. what year that changed maybe 2008 or 9 maybe it was yeah mid mid to late 2000s because i remember the first time i went which i think i said was 2006 he was still doing yeah. the run but then when we went back later it was a little bit of a disappointment because yeah he was just kind of like <laughs> cantering Trotting. along yeah the first time i saw it again yeah. I, it was almost like it was like something wrong like is, <laughs> right. is the horse okay <laughs> um but i think it is a, i think it actually is maybe a little bit scarier now because i don't know it, it you want him to go be going by a lot faster yeah you get to spend quality right, time with right. him now so, do you guys? Did you guys ever go to Fort Wilderness's haunted I was carriages? about to ask the same no. thing. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Tell me yeah. all about it. I don't even know what this is. Yeah. So at Fort Wilderness, they used to have carriage rides. They still do have carriage rides. But back, I remember for Halloween, it was like my first year of college. A group of people from like the main campus wanted to come out and do it because they knew about it. But we all got into this huge like it's like the back of a truck, really, and it was like a big truck bed and it fit like 15 of us I, I think but we were in there and you kind of um, I don't know Ashby you tell the story because you're probably better at storytelling than I am <laughs> well I mean so basically yeah it's like a big hay wagon and because you was yours also pulled by horses as well oh yeah probably yeah 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 so it's like a big hay wagon and yeah you're all just kind of like crowded in there sitting along like the edge of the uh wagon which is scary because you don't know what's coming up on and there's you there's hay in there and yeah, yeah, and so it takes you through the woods of Fort Wilderness, which is spooky in and itself, especially at night. Yeah. It's like pitch black; it's ridiculous. And they are kind of telling the, basically like the story of the headless horseman, but a little bit modified to kind of fit in with where where we are. Mm-hmm. And they're taking you down these trails, and there's like you know some noises happening and whatever. And like I remember, there was a little, there was like the talk of the headless horseman so you're like on the lookout for him 
And then all I remember is, like, we basically came out of the woods to this, like, um, opening. And then there's, like, a little stream and a little bridge and then, like, a some old building on the corner of this, like, peninsula on the water or something. And there was the Headless Horseman, like, standing up on this yeah. mound. Yeah. And then, of course, the the driver, you know, tell like, oh, gosh, there, you know, gets you all in a panic. And he's like, we got to get out of here. And all of a sudden, yeah. this wagon takes <gasps> off. Yeah. Like, full speed with the horses pulling it. And it's like from the movie. Like, it's just like, I he didn't have one, but I just imagined him with a whip where he's like whipping the horses, trying to get him to go faster. And as we, so basically, like, we do like kind of a U-turn down this other path that goes back into the woods. And as you make that turn, the Headless Horseman starts his run. And he's coming towards the bridge. And you're just like, holy bleep. (laughs) Like, and so now you're racing in the wagon. The Headless Horseman is catching up to you. Mm -mm. And yeah, and so he gets up. And then eventually, like, I can't remember. I feel like he, like, veers off at some point or something. But, like, he's so close to the wagon. Yes. Like, the horse was, like, right there at the back of the wagon. Yeah. It was terrifying, but amazing to, to be a part of. Absolutely. I remember they were just, like, going on a hayride, and I was not paying attention to a thing because I am not observant. I don't pay attention to anything. And so, like, we're on this hayride, and I'm like, great, this is cool. It's kind of scary. And I <laughs> did not know a headless horse was going to – they were telling the story, and I wasn't listening. I think I was just talking to my friend. And so when he starts chasing after you – I've never screamed so hard in my whole life. And when Ashby says, like, this dark, like, forest area, like, there are no lights. But yet he is, Mm-mm. like, right up on you to where, like, whatever yes. flashlight is hanging off the back of this carriage illuminates him perfectly to where you're like, I am going to die because this yes, is not yes. a real thing. <laughs> is this something that still goes on? No. And it's no, so No, unfortunately. Yeah. They stopped- the last time I went, it was like a... They, I don't even know if they do it still, but, like, this was years ago. It was, like, a wagon ride, and all they did was tell a scary story, and they had, like, these simulated things that would happen to the wagon, like knocking, you know, or something. Yeah. But nothing like, ugh, yeah. No, I feel like I went in, like, 2005 because that was the first year of college, and, like, that was, I think, the last year that they did it. And I know recently they've started, like, showing um, the Tales of Ichabod Crane or whatever at Fort Wilderness, but nothing mm. like the haunted carriage ride. There was, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure they had to have issues. Like, there had to be a safety thing that happened because, I mean, it was Just dark. <laughs> nuts. I'm, it was nuts. I'm sure a headless man driving a horse cannot be OSHA safe. It just <laughs> cannot be it OSHA compliant. Right. It's like, how do you hire headless men? And, you know, where do you get the horses that trust them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm just getting sweaty right now thinking about it. That was top 10 scariest moments of my life. Um, Would you think that they ended this Headless Horseman run around the same time as he stopped really running in Magic Kingdom? I can't can't help thinking it is is horse-specific, right? um, It could be. Or they were just like, we can't ask horses, our horses to keep doing this or something, possibly. Yeah. Anyone else have anything to add about Mickey's Not So Scary? I mean, there's a lot to talk about there. I don't. Is it still the same? Because I, I actually took a break for a while. Because um, I went for a couple of years, and then for some reason, for me, it just became a little repetitive. Um, 
but I, I don't know why, because it's still a fun event to go to. And then I remember, like, the first year I went, I had an overflowing bag of candy. And then when I, the last time I went, it was like, I felt like I had a half a bag of candy. Yeah. Is 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 it, has that changed in anybody's opinion? Or, like, was that just because I didn't hit sounds as many like, places yeah, as I should like have? Yeah, sounds like you weren't working very hard. Um, <laughs> I definitely my... think there were years where they have, lately they've been a more generous pour. Um, and before it was a bit more reserved. Thinking like the 2007 crisis. Just kidding. I don't know. Well, I was gonna oh, say, yeah, yeah, that's true. There was yeah. a bit of a. We were on a like a. Economically, I think all theme parks were cutting back a little bit in 2007, so it's possible <laughs> they cut back right. on the candy. Um, I remember coming like having a pretty overstuffed bag of bag of candy. Um, mm-hmm. What I like about um, the Mickey's Not So Scary is the opportunity to meet kind of rare characters and this is coming from someone who I I actually don't like meeting characters at all I don't know what to do with my hands I don't know what to say I usually just say like oh it's super awkward like please just a photo don't try to don't try to (laughs) mime because I'm talking and you're not and and then Cinderella's like I can talk and I'm like please don't like just (laughs) I prefer miming with you (laughs) when you met Kylo Ren (laughs) well there is a lot of there was a lot of sexual tension there, and also he was. Oh my he was god! Being, he was trying to. He was being a little aggressive, and I also he was, was attracted to recruit to you. And <laughs> I was. And if you recall, Cheryl, that was the last day of my trip, and so I was having kind of a laundry crisis. So the only the oh only day I meet characters, the only day I get photographed, I'm wearing essentially pajamas. Like it's just tough. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> Um, but all that being said, I love the kind of rare character opportunities that, um, Mickey's not so scary. Like I remember meeting Tarzan, which was really cool. Oh, right, right. I mean, this was a long time ago now. I don't think he meets anymore, but for a while. He does. I think he's at Animal Kingdom still. Yeah. He does Halloween with Jane and sometimes Turk. Of all the Halloween characters, though, like, I waited in line for Jack Skellington, and it was worth ooh. it. It was. I think he looks, yeah, I think nice. he looks scary and not in, like, a, like, ooh, fun way. Like, I think he looks yes. creepy. <laughs> and, I mean, of course it is the Jack Skellington who is there meeting us and no other version, but the no. way that they, he walks out, like, it, hmm. the limbs just, the knees go all the way up to the nose and down again, and it it is impressive. And I've never I don't carry on conversations with characters when I meet them, and I was greatly enjoying the dialogue that we were having. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Highly recommend. I think my the my favorite random character that was there was uh, one year Launchpad was out. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and I just was so blown away by that because I'd never seen him in person before. Uh, yeah, so that was, like, probably the, my favorite random character at a uh, the Halloween well, party. That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people that go to the Halloween parties just to meet characters. You could easily spend three hours, like, waiting for some of these characters. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And some people do. Oh. Yeah. And well, I and I feel like I maybe and maybe that's where they, they, they stemmed with the whole, like, Disney villain thing when they did that for a bit. 
um, where they had like the villain night. Yeah, but, but you, I it heard like that a hard there ticket was event. no character. There were no character meet and greets. Oh, there weren't. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it was just the show, which was really fun. And then the fact that Maleficent would come drive around and blow fire at you, and then there were lots of Instagrammable foods. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought there was characters. No, but there. I, oh. it was. As far as I know, it was pretty popular, and it, I think it's one hundred percent because adults need a reason to dress up like characters. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, you need a place to go. I do enjoy. I, I went to. Um, I guess I did go to to not so scary. I guess not too long ago because I saw the um, Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah, oh, that looks fun. Now that they brought the the sisters in, yeah that that was kind of a cool like. That was a re-energize for me of like, oh, there's something new. You know, I want to go yeah. check it out. Uh, and I think they, I think, I think the reception of that was way bigger than what they predicted. People, I mean, all of us, like our age that grew up with that movie, I don't think they realized how big of a following there was. And I think it really helped. I agree. And, um, ha- I mean, has anyone seen the new show this year? They just, they like replaced Hollow Wishes with. Um, oh no! Skellington, show. yeah. I think it looks really cool. He's like a puppet up front. Looks really, yeah, what? really nice actually, with a lot of projections awesome. and stuff. But it, I mean, I love how, like, especially everywhere for Halloween, they are embracing that, like, you know, millennials are getting older, and especially our older millennials. So, like, those who grew up with Hocus Pocus. Um, mm-hmm they're embracing it and taking it but i think even universal is taking a page from that because they're doing like ghostbusters and oh yeah back the 80s theme that they had last year and you know we'll talk about it at some point but i think that they're really just like oh yeah you want this we'll give it to you not a problem yeah and we will pay for it obviously and (laughs) start podcast to talk about it so bring it on (laughs) right but the last mickey's not so scary thing i think i love how they started to integrate things into the different attractions so i don't know if it was last year or the year before but they put like a live actor inside pirates of the caribbean and that's so they tell you that and it's not as cool as it as you want it to be like you want them to be like jumping down the well and like you know <laughs> talking to the cat do, chasing don't. people but it's just a guy who just starts shouting at your boat every so often but it is cool it adds it oh so it's, it's an just operator. like a drunk person <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy somewhere along there you know following all kinds of safety procedures but he is just like oh hey i'm here too what are you doing like commenting on your costume but then over at you know haunted mansion they'll have like ghosts outside it's usually a very robust lady like talking to me Hmm. and i like her and and they totally do haunted mansion uh, and actually a lot of the areas up with like lighting and smoke effects and it's just like more mood Mm -hmm. music um Mm -hmm. isn't space mountain in the complete darkness for for party nights no. Or was that just a malfunction? <laughs> you just had your eyes closed the whole time. <laughs> oh, you thought it was horror nights, and you dug yeah, your head. I did. Well, yeah, I know you're right. You're right. Yeah, the photo uh, is just me, like just as a turtle, just totally hunched over. She's asleep. I mean, but the other great. Part I think about... I'm right. By the way. <laughs> I don't remember that, but our... okay. pitch black. You're so right. And I'm the other looking thing it I up. Love about it. 
is the music. So if you're coming down Main Street, you can hear the Jonas Brothers singing Poor Unfortunate Souls. Like, it is Ooh, yeah. worth it. Mm-hmm. I love that version. I, didn't they are i think this year aren't they doing something different where you can buy like a like a pass for yes yes any night that you want to go except for like halloween or you something you could go to all of them yeah it's like a frequent fair pass but for mickey's not so scary that's really smart for the residents down there sure. i think that's great like i said I like, people I like need a place to wear their costumes myself included adults need a place <laughs> that is acceptable to wear Mario Kart themed costumes. Yes. Um, Okay. It's called Deep Space Mountain Lights Out for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But conspiracy, just a way to save on energy. (laughs) That was it. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, Has anyone have any, um, like we said, lots of people dress up for not so scary do you have any favorite costumes you've worn or that you've seen other people wear i know there's i mean i feel like i see pictures all the time of very clever Mm -hmm. costumes usually disney related one of my favorite ones was uh there was a group of people who went as magic kingdom trash cans oh (gasps) those are my friends yeah that's weird guy that's weird right (laughs) <laughs> that Cheryl's favorite was Ashby's friend? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to mention, because every year they always do something that's like property related oh, that it. like cast members especially would love um, or anybody that's like a huge Disney fanatic. And they've shown up quite a bit in, you know, social media. The trash can one was pro- by far their most popular. Um, and it was genius, a genius idea. Uh and then they did another one where they were the um, the Magic Magic Kingdom parking toll plaza. Ooh. I don't know if you ever saw that one, but that one was like a setup. So if you had if you wanted to get a picture, they were like, I think they were like the toll booths, and then they had the big banner, you know, that, that goes across the top. They would stretch that out so you knew exactly where they were uh, representing. Every year they've always had something really cool like that. Is, but the trash can one was definitely the best. Is someone so. very good at? Like, are, are they, like, a costume maker or, like... They would they would get together, like, months before. We should have him on as a I special guest. Because, like, he, he would love to talk about it. Um, but they would get together, you know, a month or two in advance, and they would start their planning. And they would come together, and they would, they would come up with the idea first, and then they would figure out how to make it happen. And, and they were really crafty. They would buy, like, you know, PVC piping and just random things that you could get at the craft store and put these things together as budget-friendly as possible. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. It also sounds like they, like, you know, they planned months in advance. It's kind of, that was also, like, a common thread I came up with. All these all these haunts is, is like, they start planning for these events, like, six months in advance and start building mm-hmm. all the sound stages and stuff. So interesting. There is something definitely cool about having like a group of people that you go with every year to kind of come up with like a theme i think that's that's probably my favorite memory is coming together and like figuring out what are we gonna do this year yeah i had a group i had a friend who broke his foot so he was in a wheelchair so we had a theme around him and he was professor x yes (laughs) that's amazing we did you said you mentioned mario kart we did super mario brothers 
I was uh, Mario. <laughs> Classic. That sounds right. Random. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. I wanted to be Luigi, but it didn't work out that way. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it was just a fun thing where we – and like we had one person that was like the pipe with the little plant. And then we had – you know, like <laughs> – So fun. it was just fun to like take ridiculous photos. And then, of course, like those groups also become – a little bit of a you know photo opportunity as well it's like when you go to conventions and you have people that dress up in costumes yes. like you want to take pictures with yeah. them it ha- that happens quite frequently at the not so scary i mean as you get older it's always harder to like find ways to celebrate i think any holiday like you used to as a kid so i really love that disney mm-hmm. like gives me permission to like still want to dress up and get free candy with my well, relatively free candy with my friends i agree it's like for the kids but not exclusively like it's it's they want adult friend adults to come to mm-hmm. dressed as disney things <laughs> do you do you guys know if because like not so scary you can wear costumes but f- for like horror nights you can't Oh, they are so strict you about yeah so like are th- are there other parks that don't like does bush gardens do it is it like i'd imagine anywhere that's you know more haunt or, or scary i'd imagine that like um they have to be a lot more strict on mm. on what can what people can be dressed as um mm-hmm. yeah i think sea world for sure lets you dress up at least kids yeah but you know the weird thing about sea world right is they so at mickey's not so scary they provide bags for you and there's like a lot of like trick-or-treat locations so you can get you get a, a lot of candy, but, like, some nights you might not, depending on, you know, whatever you get. That <laughs> 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 one time Ashby went. But yeah, that, that one night. <laughs> at SeaWorld, yeah. it's fun because you can go around the trail multiple times, and it is a trail. But I think, I mean, there have been some times where towards the end of the night, like, they are literally giving me, like, eight pieces of full-blown, like, milk or Oreo <laughs> bars. And they're telling me that oh, they right. have to get rid of it. So, like, you could go home, make bank. At SeaWorld. That's a, and the, I forgot you mentioned that at some point, right? That they give you full candy full bars. Full candy bars. Yeah. That's insane. How do and, they get the budget for that? But you have <laughs> to provide your own bag. They Disney will provide a bag for you, but at SeaWorld, there's like dollar bags that you can bring, or you can bring like a pillowcase, and they will full on fill. Oh, it I'm up. bringing in my 30 gallon yeah, trash bag. Like fill it up. <laughs> but it's also smart though, because SeaWorld is very like conscious so they're not going to just yeah. put yeah. a whole bunch of yeah. bags they're all like the canvasy ones that you'd have to buy and disney's That's very smart. marketing focused so they use their free bags they give out to um advertise for upcoming movies yeah what do you think's gonna be what do you think is on this year since it's been i mean Halloween it's gotta be three months now it's gotta be maleficent too right oh that's a good one. Oh Remember? right yeah that's that's my guess which i'm very excited for have we covered not so scary? What are we missing? The parade, the I'm fireworks. Trying to, I'm trying to think. Yeah, what else happens? Characters Is trick or treating. Do they do? They don't do like the little stations of because I know Christmas they do the little cookie and. Nope, just candy. So, nope, just there's candy. There's no yeah, just candy. But they but, do okay. have yeah. I was gonna. Say, they have like um, events, uh, food and merchandise that you can only find like the night of the event. They always feature like a specialty dessert or something that, or recently that's like highly Instagrammable. It's like meant to be photographed, I guess. Um, yeah, mm. which I think, I think is kind of fun. Disneyland definitely does the Instagrammable foods on another level, but at 
you know, Walt Disney World, they, I think this year they have, like, a cauldron with the um, Sanderson sisters behind it, and I know... Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I know that they've had, like, the Haunted Mansion, like, murals, at least, like, the ballerina girl on, like, a eclair or something like that. So that's been fun. The one thing I do also like about Mickey's Not So Scary, I have a friend who has a, like gluten allergy and so or something I don't know I didn't pay attention I never paid good attention. friend it's a good friend <laughs> but they they'll give you tokens at each of the things so that you feel like you're trick-or-treating with and then you can go to the guest relations and they'll give you they'll basically say what can you not eat and then they'll just supply you with whatever kind of candy that they might have for you I love that too especially wow. especially for little kids that like have you know peanut allergies or whatever and trick-or-treating yeah. is potentially not safe for them right yeah um and disney has gone out of their way to make it so that they can still go through the lines and and get their treats um like yeah. go through the the experience and then also get to eat safe things so that's that's some disney special stuff there i think that's i think we wrapped it up i think that's mickey's not so scary it's a good one yeah. i recommend it the only things that I have left to talk about are the two Bush Garden stuff that's going on this year. I just because I think they're, it's really interesting, actually. Please share, because mm. I know nothing about Bush Gardens, except for the fact that Hallis Cream has the same houses, except for they change out one every year. Well, that's a fun fact. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> so... Similarly to what Ashby said before, and we'll cover Halloween Horror Nights in another episode, because I kind of there's so much going on there and so much history that it, we just, mm-hmm. we'd be here all night. Um, but Halloween Horror Nights is kind of the leader of the big haunt, like professional haunt game. Um, mm-hmm. They started getting big in the 90s. Um, and when they could, est- when they established that they could um, do uh, official Halloween events, separate ticketed events, very successfully every year for dozens of nights throughout Halloween. Um, other theme parks took note, right? So King's Dominion and Bush Gardens and all, you know, national theme parks started to do their own versions of these in like the late, late 90s and into the 2000s. So um, Tampa's Bush Garden, um, they debuted their Halloween um, event called Hollow Scream. God, these people are clever. <laughs> I love it was so easy for them. So easy for them. Um, <laughs> spectacular. No, but seriously, that's clever. How low scream. Got it. It's scary. Yeah. And it sounds like Halloween. Um, it debuted in 2000. <laughs> um, officially, uh, previous, prior to that, they had been doing kind of a little bit more of a fr- family-friendly um, event called the um, Spooky Safari, which is sounds lame and weird. So I'm glad they upgraded yeah. to Hollow Scream. Um so yeah, they're actually celebrating 20 years of fear this year. So congrats, Tampa. Oh, wow. And I wanted to um, I wanted to tell you guys about, so they have six houses and like Cheryl said, they switch a new one out each year, which I actually think that's interesting to come back to houses that they have each year and just like make them a little better. Or if you go often, I guess it's kind of fun to like look forward to um, houses that you like. Yeah, kind of an interesting take on it. I'm not opposed. Yeah. But listen to this new house, or I think it's a scare zone technically, which is not like officially inside of a building or inside of a tent. It's just kind of like a free walk around house, basically. You're not like on a um, 
designated path. It's called Little Nightmares. Let me read you guys the description. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> grab grab a comfort item. I'm ready. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> take a creepy walk down memory lane to the bygone era of paper mache masks and homemade costumes. Sure to stir up the nightmares of your childhood. <laughs> Have you guys oh, ever seen pictures of like... I mean, Google image this like Halloween 1902. Oh, yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> this as hell. is what they're doing. And this, I mean, more than like someone's head chopped off or monsters or don't get me started on zombies. They're not even scary. This is the stuff that is going to give uh, me nightmares. This, yeah, I've, I've never had any desire to go to Hollow Scream because for like two reasons. One, because I get this, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's Bush Gardens, so it's not going to be as busy. And that's what I count on at Halloween Horror Nights is that it's busy because then it's just going to be a line of people going through a house versus, like, if it's not busy, then there's going to be empty gaps. Yeah, that's scarier. And I can't do that. So, like, that's why I just never go to the Bush Gardens uh, Halloween event because I, I just can't. I think it, it goes past what, I can, what I'm okay with as far as, like, a haunt. I'll go and I'll um, live broadcast for you guys. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Perfect. Thank you. I've 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 heard that they have, and maybe this is in the past, but they've had at least one house that like they do time it out so it's just your group. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like I've I've had friends who have gone and I feel like they've told me that there's like certain houses that just kind of take it to the limit of like I'm like no I don't need to go that far like no thanks. I. I would like that quality time <laughs> with a zombie or a haunt. Mm-mm. I don't yeah. like zombies. I'm, 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 I, they're not scary. They're just. And I think ugh. was there's like a couple. Maybe it was in the last couple of years. I think there was another house that you could upgrade to. That was like one of those, you know, if you make it through this alive type Whoa. of things. <laughs> it's it's like one of those crazy ones because I remember like. There's there's those houses in the in you know throughout the U.S. that are like that where it's like, um, uh, you know if you can make it through this haunted house, you know whatever you get to you have the right of passage of some sort. You know it's like when you, you know, those meals you know like if you eat this full plate of twenty steaks, your picture goes on the wall. I feel like they have those houses where it's like if you make it through this Without house, like nobody. N- Right, yeah. <laughs> Nobody can do it. If you make it through this house, we'll give you 20 steaks. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, those. the more that they put on it, the less I'm like, nope, I don't. I have no desire. I'm good. Can I tell you guys about what's going on in Busch Garden in Williamsburg this year that oh, I thought was yes, really cool? please. Ooh. So I also heard from a friend of mine who, who lives in Virginia who says that the – Williamsburg event is like insanely crowded uh, because it's one of it's the best like Halloween event within like 150 miles or something which is oh amazing. for sure yeah um yeah. so the interesting things Bush Gardens doing Hollow Scream Williamsburg is they've introduced the ideas of uh you know that are pretty common the escape rooms Ooh. um that are all oh. over but this is their version of it which sounds I would go to an escape room any day. And I would, not I me. would probably kill it. No, I could not. I, I can do a, like, I, I like doing escape rooms, but good Lord, if it was a horror, like, themed one, forget it. I, <laughs> I'm i good. Oh, I would do it. 
Yeah, we are not your dream team, Cheryl. No, I think. no. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys would be cowering in the corner. I'd be like, guys, find me the pin. Yeah. You're right. And this other thing they introduced this year, or maybe it was last year too, is called the control bar, where I guess you can pay to, uh, like I could pay, go sit in this control room um, and say, I want to scare Cheryl. What? So I'm, I'm on like night Whoa. night vision uh, cameras that are following Cheryl throughout the house. And I'm then like pressing buttons to trigger certain scares. Um, and I'm you probably get like a video of it or something afterwards or whatever, um, which I thought was just, really smart and innovative and i was i was just really excited to hear kind of what hollow scream is doing um sounds like they're like making making themselves stand out among kind of a busy um especially in florida kind of a busy i am um, Mm -hmm. checking myself out of school this year and i am (laughs) and i am going Ask your mom if she'll wait in the coffee shop for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, we're going to Williamsburg during a school week, and I just need you to ride the carousel for me. <laughs> and to be honest, if have you guys ever been to Bush Gardens Williamsburg? No, it's never. stunningly beautiful. I think it's one of the most beautiful it, it, theme parks in the entire world. Yeah, it is the most. I mean, and I used to go as a kid, so this was like, you know, back in the day. Right. And it was the most beautiful park, and it still holds that. Um, accolade like people just can't say enough great things about how beautiful that park is so if you ever get a chance to go go I would love to go back actually and maybe do a a, like a a podcast on it just kind of see it with adult eyes a live a live podcast from the German house like where yeah like the beer garden the polka music yes excuse me folks you can't we can't just start recording things in this uh, polka house and then we just go into an escape room and never get oh, out perfect <laughs> Ashby and oh, i are god. crying oh god no no <laughs> i mean i think escape oh, rooms god. in general are creepy i can't imagine when they're like themed to be extra scary yeah no thank you i like them i'm it'll be interesting when they take it i mean i know places do this already where it's like the next level is vr oh mm-mm uh, yeah, I and I'm sure like Parks will grab onto that at some point, but like that's just again, the, if you add it or make it more scary, I'm out. <laughs> that makes me think of so you know, escape rooms are fun and quirky and everything, but like maybe there's like a picture frame that like shifts. But if you have ever watched The Bachelor, they'll do an escape room and there will be like live actors who like zombies like come to life and like attack them in the middle of the escape room. Good. That grief. is not romantic. Where are those experiences? <laughs> I would sign up for that. You would sign up for Mm-mm. The Bachelor just to go to like a s- elevated right. escape room <laughs> and the free booze. Let's be really real. True. And like hair and makeup. You know, yeah, the Instagram oh followers, God. y'all. <laughs> right, because like, because Cheryl's so concerned about her Instagram followers. <laughs> it keeps me up at night. It does. <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh God! Wow, what a spooky haunted podcast this has been. It has been. I know, right? I'm glad I was kind of forced into attending these events in college because I don't think I would have ever gone um, had I not been kind of forced into it. And I, I, I really enjoy them. I think they're really 
very special and they're a totally different take on like the themed experience when I when I didn't know I liked. So I'm glad that happened. Yeah. I think that that's what I enjoy most about uh, like I for years I wouldn't go to Halloween Horror Nights, but when I finally went, it was just such a cool like it's it's about the production, you know, of these places. And I and I I do feel like I'm missing out because I don't go to Bush Gardens or, you know, Knott's Berry Farm or whatever because I'm sure that they have awesome, you know, houses that you go through and you can just awe at the production yeah. and just try to ignore all the scares that they're trying to do, you know. I'm excited to start talking about Halloween Horror Nights because I think for as much fun as those events can be just on their own, when you actually stop and learn the stories behind the houses and the themes, yes. they, they go into so much detail that, like, I bet you anything, 50% of the people who go don't even know about. Right, right. It's impressive. I mean, that's why that's why they get their own podcast because, you know. Amen. So tune in next time, everyone, when we talk about Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, before we go, do you guys plan on going to any of these events this year for the Halloween season Absolutely. that we're in? Which ones are you going to go to, Cher? So I was just looking at my calendar, and it looks like I'm going. we're going to, we probably will be recording three days before I go to Halloween Horror Nights this year. Ooh, I know. Ooh, it's exciting. Nice. So I'll be able to give you an update after the fact. But yeah, definitely Halloween Horror Nights. I've never been to Hallow Scream, and this year I think might the stars might align and I might be able to go. Do I it. Think so. yeah. I'm yeah. yeah, maybe we do like a part two of this episode with some like reviews. The follow-up. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Some of this year's cool. magic. Uh, Mickey's not so scary. Maybe. Wait, are we terrible? What does Disneyland do for Halloween? Well, so I was looking at it, and they do a Mickey's <laughs> not so scary, but I guess they also used to have something called Mickey. It used to be Mickey's Halloween party, or is it now Mickey's Halloween party? But then when I was looking it up, it also was like Mickey's Halloween treat was the original name, and I think it started in two thousand five. And I know they do, like, the, there's, like, a, in uh, California Adventure, they definitely, like, decorate for Halloween, and I think this year, officially, they're doing, like, the Oogie Boogie something or other. Yeah, the Oogie Boogie, oh, shoot, I just saw the name of it. Poor Disneyland, we always just. The Oogie Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party. Whoa. That sounds awesome. Where? Things I've seen in the past of, of. California Adventure all decorated just looks stunning. So I'm sure that's awesome. Yeah, I guess, I mean, Disneyland doesn't have an issue with attendance, right? So it's like, I'm sure they do it. Like, they're going to get people no matter what. So it's just like, we probably should just do it because people would enjoy the Halloween overlay. Yeah, it probably feels a little bit more, like that's a great word for it, an overlay as opposed to, Mm -hmm. um, even though it is ticketed, I'm sure it just feels a mm-hmm. little bit just at like an elevated themed experience. So, oh, it looks like World of Color is actually changed uh, to like a. It's a spooktacular hosted by Oogie Boogie. Does it just look like blood shooting up in the air? <laughs> no, it's like really dark and blue with like Ursula in the background. Oh. I, it, it's probably like one of those villain things, you know, that they do. I love a good villain takeover nighttime extravaganza. Absolutely, mm-hmm. just pretty much all of them but I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So 
I will just be going to Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood. Ooh. That'll be my first time doing that one <gasps> since I moved out here. So I'm kind of excited to go to that and compare it to Orlando's. Because yeah. I, for, for some reason, and maybe it's just because living in Orlando, you just are like Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios in Orlando is like the best thing in the world. And so when I moved out here, I was like, oh, they do Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood? Ugh, like whatever. It's not going to be as fun as Orlando. Yes, it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've heard from people that they actually do it on the the uh, backlot yes. tour that they do yeah. there. So, like, you actually walk through different elements of the uh, sets of things and stuff. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, from what I can – what I've learned about – horror night so far too is there's this kind of um not quite a competition between the coasts but um they're they both have their strengths in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um it'll be really interesting to kind of dig into that i'm excited absolutely oh my gosh have so much fun should be should be a spooktacular time mm-hmm. well that's trademarked so oh uh it should be a Scare, scare. Okay, no. I'm a. When it comes to Halloween, I'm a big Halloween. Yes, and and with that, I think this wraps us up for the week. <laughs> and with that, we're leaving this podcast. Dan, is, is that, that Dan again? Is Dan? Dan. <laughs> so sorry, cut that out. Cut it out. Poor yeah. Dan. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that concludes this week's podcast rate review and subscribe <laughs>